Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're a dog owner, you might, uh, you want to do everything you can to give them a long and happy and healthy life. Because they're part of the family. My dog Uno is part of the family. Uh, and he had a trouble. He had real trouble eating. We could never get him to gain enough weight. We would have to freeze like we were playing statue with the kids every time that he would eat. Otherwise, he would stop. But not anymore. Rough Greens have given him the uh, willingness to eat again. Uh, and the vitality that he had as a puppy he used to be the pickiest eater. Now he scarfs down everything in his bowl. And in fact, it quite he's kind of annoying at 11 o'clock at night when he's like, I got the ball. You want to play? You want to play? No. Anyway, maybe I should start eating rough greens. Get back that vitality. You can get a free bag of rough greens now for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement that has all of the healthy stuff that they need and they can't get from their kibble food. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call, get a free bag today. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Or just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. scientists have finally come out and said it if cats were people they'd be psychopaths can you imagine a cat as your ceo i mean it would be a horror show uh cats are psychopaths that's just the theme of the show might be the only time we mention it but i just want you to know it's now scientifically proven if you like cats there must be something wrong with you because cats are psychopaths all right the war on uh, on cats with glenn continues also uh we're gonna i want to talk to you about who we really are and how we build our kids into who they really are not what society is making them into we go there in 60 seconds Standing up for what you believe in can be challenging at times, but there are basic things you can do that aren't so challenging, like buying from companies that believe in what you believe in. We have to stick together. I, I can't tell you the opportunity that we have in front of us that we've never had before. You know, we've, we've said, okay, well, I want to boycott that. Well, really, are you? Are you? Because I know I've tried to boycott several things that I'm like, nah, nah, didn't work out because they make everything. However, there is a way to get away from the big mobile companies. It's called Patriot Mobile. These guys not only will give you great service at a fraction, literally a fraction of the cost. They're on the same cell towers as everybody else. So you're going to get the same coverage and the same kind of service. 
You're going to get better customer service. But here's the thing. Patriot Mobile. That would be a real, it would be almost diabolical if Soros did something like that. But he wouldn't because all the people who like Soros are like, hey, he's not such a bad guy. They hate the word Patriot. Patriot Mobile. This was set up by Patriots. And now it is, it's run by people who believe in the same thing that you believe in. You, they believe in the Bill of Rights. They believe in America. We can disagree on policies all day long, but can we agree on principles? They do. So stop giving Big Phone your money. They're supporting things like Planned Parenthood. Patriot Mobile doesn't. Such an opportunity right now to send a huge message. PatriotMobile.com slash back. Tell big, big phone companies, can you hear us now? PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Okay. I want to tell you a story that, that, that really illustrates who we are. Who we are as a people. Now, who we are doesn't mean it's who we're going to be. And there is a real problem in our country right now with our children i can't imagine being a teenager today i can't i really feel bad for my kids because my kids are dealing with stuff i didn't even think of until i was maybe 40 or honestly maybe in the last five years and they're forced to deal with it and make decisions on things Meanwhile, as they're going through their most awkward time of their life, hey, everybody's got a video camera. Let's catch you on camera to make sure we preserve it and put it online forever. Can you imagine the pressure they're under? I'm a dad just like you, and I don't know how to raise my teenagers. And... I'm a dad just like you. If your kids don't listen to you, you know, your wisdom, because it's dad. Let's switch kids for a while, because I'm sure they'll listen to you. If anybody else says stuff, they listen to it. I say it. Mom says it. Nah, you don't know what you're talking about. My kids, your kids, they are adrift in this sea of awful stuff my son came to me last week and he was talking about things that he's supposed to do and if it was like taking out the garbage i would understand but it's not dad i'm supposed to be successful well what what does that mean who told you that well i mean you're really successful i won the lottery dude I won the lottery. Well, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to go to this college. And I'm so I said to him, you're not supposed to do any of that stuff. You're supposed to follow your spirit. You're supposed to take the things that we taught you, not throw them away. Use common sense and follow your path. And every time you make a bad decision, you limit your future opportunities. However, once you correct that decision, everything opens up. 
he he doesn't know and i don't think our kids know who they're supposed to be my son said to me i don't know what i'm going to be dad and i said you know what i want you to be do you know what i i really want you to be he said no i said happy and decent and kind and giving somebody who is full of empathy for others all of the things that are already inside of him well, i don't know how i'm supposed to make money with that well nobody in my family knew how i was going to make money doing this and i think a lot of the listeners right now are going i don't know how he makes money at that either So for people my age, let me tell you who we were. Let me take you back to the summer of 1942. Farmers and children and women lining the streets of small towns. And they're ready to hurl vegetables and abuse at Nazis. This happened in America. They waited for the evil bastards to arrive, ready to degrade their hulking Nazi villains. But when the Nazi POWs eventually arrived, the townsfolk here in America just stared, mouths open, eyes sunken. The air was silent, except for the clip-clop drag of the soldiers' long Long-worn boots, the sharpened teeth, and the bloodlust stares went away. And POWs weren't beast-like like the Nazi death soldiers. They weren't even men. Most of them were boys, just like our own. They were muddy, listless, broken, and terrified. They marched to their camps here in America, quietly. Now, the Soviets had parades. June 1944, a horde of Nazi POWs slumped down in the streets of Moscow. 57,000 of them were marching. The story goes that before the Soviets marched the POW, the Nazis, through Moscow, they fed them laxatives and then wouldn't let them stop. Not sure if that's true, but either way, things became very, very verifiably worse for the Nazi POWs in Russia. There were three million taken by the Soviets. Between 300,000 and one million never made it home. They were cruel and brutal, but it was justified Right? Because the Nazis were cruel and brutal to the Russians, unlike we can understand. A decade earlier, the Geneva Convention on Prisoners of War established the rules for housing and care of POWs. And if a nation violates those mandates, they lose those protections. Combatants are no longer required to treat them in accordance with the rules of war if the other country isn't doing it. German and Japanese soldiers violated every single one. 
things worse than any nightmare. The Japanese were the worst. So all of the Allied powers were justified in doing whatever they wanted to to these soldiers. And the Soviets were brutal. But this isn't a story of the brutality of the Soviets and the cruelty of the Nazis. It's a comparison of that cruelty about the goodness in Americans. By the end of the war, 425,000 POWs had been housed in 700 camps throughout America. Did you know that? For reference, there were 95,000 Americans that were POWs in Germany. We had 425,000. There were POW camps in 46 of then 48 states. Camp Rockfield in Wisconsin, Camp Ritchie in Maryland, Roswell in New Mexico, Camp Rupert in Idaho, Camp Ogden in Utah, Camp Rustin in the Piney Woods of Louisiana. Texas had 72 camps, the most in America. The POWs entered America through ports in New York and Virginia, and from there they were dispersed. According to U.S. Army POW guidelines, camps had to be far from urban areas for security, places with mild climates. They were mostly located in the south, far from the action of the war, and near farming communities. After all, the country was struggling through a labor shortage, so the POWs were assigned army surplus fatigues and put to work plowing, tilling, digging, and harvesting. They were actually paid for this work, between 10 and 80 cents per day, which back then was something. And it could be used to buy toiletries and beer. And in their free time, they played soccer and chess, and they sang in choruses and performed in bands and orchestras. They were given three meals a day, and depending on the camp, a beer break in the afternoon. Do a quick Google search for Nazi POW Camps America. You'll be flooded with articles and documentaries and books describing the humane treatment the Germans received while here. A camp in Indiana was built Eden for enemy prisoners. Camp Hartford in southwest Wisconsin was a converted Art Deco ballroom where before the war, Lawrence Welk had swooned an audience of young Americans. Wonderful, wonderful. There were problems. I mean, it was still war after all. But less than 1% of the 400,000 POWs tried to escape. The camps were supervised mostly by German officers. What surprised Americans, what surprised us most, is that fewer than 10% of the POWs were hardcore Nazis. Most of them were German boys and young men who had wound up in the quiet parts of an intriguing nation. and, And now they couldn't believe the size of America. They couldn't believe that you could ride a train for days and still be in the same country. They couldn't believe how vast and how quiet it was here at night. And America changed the men who came here. Franz May was captured by the British in 1943. He was serving in North Africa. He was a young man who knew nothing about the world, including the war that had grabbed it by the neck. Now suddenly he faced two options. He could be sent east to the Soviet Union, where he would most likely die, or west to America. He didn't have a choice, but fate took him west. 
to a camp in the quiet la- uh, land outside of Bragg's, Oklahoma. He connected with the people in a way he never had expected. He was grateful for the kindness and hospitality he received. And after the war, he went home to Germany. Then he went to Australia. And he lived his life there with gratitude. Recently, seven decades after leaving America, in 2019, Franz May came back to America. He visited Camp Gruber in Oklahoma. Think about all the millions that have visited other camps all around the world and their reaction. When Franz came to Camp Gruber, he looked at the ransacked land, now a 90-year-old man, and he said, this is what I've always wanted to do, to come home to Oklahoma. We are good people. Now, how do we get there? More in a second. First, my pillow. How's your night's sleep? Is it good? Do you wake up in the morning feeling like you didn't get any rest at all? My pillow has changed everything, and not just the pillow, but the sheets and everything else. And Mike is offering his my pillows, the ones that started it all, for the lowest price yet. You can get a standard my pillow for nineteen ninety eight. That's usually about seventy dollars. It's a fifty dollar savings, and the king size pillow is only ten dollars more. Now is the time to buy, and it's great to buy it right before the holidays. You can give it as a gift. For somebody who you think might need a new pillow, Mike is extending his money-back guarantee trial until March 1st of next year. So give it as a gift, and they have until March 1st to return it if they don't love it. MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials, and you're going to find not just this amazing offer, but rotating discounts on over 150 MyPillow products from the Giza Dream Sheets to the mattress topper to the slippers and so much more. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117 for these great radio specials at MyPillow.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. So in this conversation with my son, I told him, you just have to remember who you are. And then I realized he's, he's not necessarily sure who he is yet. Our kids don't know who they are yet. We know who they are, but they're not. They're not sure. It takes you a while to find that. So Saturday morning, I... I got up and I started reading things that might help him on his journey. And I want to share something that we've all heard before a million times. And we all were forced to read when we were in school, but I know I didn't appreciate it until I was, until I was much later in life. In fact, I appreciate each line differently now than I ever have. It's if. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. 
if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowances for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired of waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies or being hatred, hated, don't give way to hating. And yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth that you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and stoop and build them up with worn out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pinch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they're gone. And so hold on when there's nothing in you except the will that says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you if all men count with you, but none too much. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run. Yours is the earth and everything in it. And which is more, you'll be a man, my son. We are looking for answers everywhere we are looking how do we fix our problems how do i react to my family how do i react to people how do i fight these battles the answers are all around us and they're they're all the simple and quiet ones just like local is the answer to change the federal actions. The smallest actions, the changes in each of us and the teaching of these things to our children, the simple things are the answers to the complex world they're facing today. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Well, historically, low mortgage rates are still within your grasp, but you don't want to put off getting them uh, any longer. You want to make a 10-minute phone call to American Financing right now. They could make all of the difference, all of the difference in the world to you right now. Imagine uh, getting your mortgage refinance to a lower interest rate. What could you do with your monthly savings of three, four, five hundred dollars a month, even a thousand dollars a month? That's an awful lot of money. They're salary-based mortgage consultants. They work for you and not the bank, and they could help you save hundreds of dollars a month, maybe even as much as a thousand dollars a month. 
We don't know what the future holds, but we can sure look at the present and see that it might not be good, but there's some good things on the road to that. This is one of them. American Financing. Call them today. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or you can go online and check them out at AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440. Get your last minute Christmas gift at GlennBeckMerch.com. You can use the code Glen 20 to save 20% off everything for Christmas. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Tomorrow night on our Wednesday night special, an hour one-on-one with Kyle Rittenhouse. You don't want to miss that. That is tomorrow night only on my Wednesday night special in Blaze TV. Yeah, I was walking out of the studio last night after doing Studios America. Yeah. And just turned around and then... There's just Kyle Rittenhouse standing there. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was really weird. I we have a really surreal job at times. Yeah. And the thing is, he's just like a normal kid. Yeah, you know? he is. He's just, he, he had is. his two dogs with him. And he was just polite, seemed nice. Yeah, I meet, it, him, I meet him today. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I, look, he's been in the middle of a, of, a, of a firestorm. And I don't know, there's a moment there that gave us a little bit of hope in, in, the, in humanity and our legal system and so many other things. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, imagine going through that at 18. You were just talking about how you don't even know who you are at that time. No. You have no idea. I mean, you know, I thought we all thought, you know, when we were kids, at least I did, I thought 30. Mm. Oh, you'll be dead by the time you're 30. That's a really old. They don't know anything. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and you hit 30 and you're like, whoa, wait a minute. I still don't know anything. I thought I had all the answers by the time I was 30. It's it's weird. It's weird uh, to be a 17, eight, 18 year old kid and go through this. His whole life. Wow, what a journey it's going to be. I knew exactly who I was at 18. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I knew I was the dumbest person on the planet. <laughs> wow, that's... Or close to it. Can yeah. I tell you something? Yeah, that's a it. blessing. Yeah. That's a real blessing. Yeah. I wish... That's when I started to, to change things. It was exactly at 18. Really? Yeah. Why did you... Mm-hmm. Why did you think you were the dumbest person on the planet? Yeah, I just did dumb things. You know what I mean? Care to share all of them? <laughs> no, I wouldn't no? care to okay, share okay, any okay, of them. Right. I know <laughs> Pat well enough to know this is not leading anywhere. No, I'm you know just going to leave it at that. Just, he's leaving it at that. Mm-hmm. And I know Pat mm-hmm. well enough to know he's not joking about it. He mm-hmm. really did discover he mm-hmm. was the dumbest kid. <laughs> and you're not going to hear about it. Mm. Yeah. No, that's true. I've done multiple now, shows with you all this now, time, and I've never, didn't know I didn't know that, you yeah. were the dumbest person in the world at 18, or you'd done yeah. anything wrong in your entire life, frankly. <laughs> well, <laughs> some of us has been his friends since right. the 1980s. Mm. So uh-huh. you want to come to me on the day of my daughter's <laughs> wedding and hear about Pat yeah. and how dumb he was. So maybe I can make that happen for you. I like that. But I will mm-hmm. come to you and ask you for a favor and give me some dirt on somebody else someday, and you will give it to me. <laughs> Totally worth okay, it. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Pat, we're trying to look for some good news today. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, see, uh, mm. President Biden's throwing a democracy summit with 110 <laughs> co- countries on the planet. Uh, mm. You know, 110 really great democracies like Pakistan. <laughs> I mean, is there a clearer 
uh, indication of democratic people than than the government of Pakistan. So are we leading this democracy yes. summit? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And what, what we put it goal? together. What's the goal of this? Uh, just to get together and talk about the important things facing democracies right now, mm. other than COVID-19 lockdowns. Oh, so we won't talk we about won't that. We won't talk about that because those huh. aren't a problem. Huh. You know, you look at Australia and you see how happy those people are not being able to leave their front sure, yard. Sure, sure, sure. And you know they've got democracy down. Yeah. And the riots all across Europe. Yes. Where people are like They're standing up it. and going, uh, no, <laughs> you're not doing this to me for you know COVID. What? I look at it a little bit differently because like when... The Lakers win the championship, people riot. So That's I think right. they're really happy in Europe. You yeah. could be on to something. Yep. Or they're just trying to make a point about race. A peaceful right. protest it could about be that. race. It could be, could, be could, that. be that. could be that. Now, China, I guess, also says that they, too, are a democracy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and they wanted to be uh, included, but we're not yeah. including them. Oh, in that. boy. Um, oh, boy. But yeah, they don't uh, have a, they don't have a democratic you know, election. I they don't, don't I don't know if this uh, <clears throat> I don't know how this is coming to you as good news. Uh, oh Pat, really? But, you don't like that? No, no. I uh, okay. Well, then how about if uh, you bring up the meeting that he has with Putin today? I'm going to no. hit you in the face. <laughs> no, no. How about this? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris Cuomo, also known as Fredo. Fired not just from CNN, but also Sirius XM. That's right. The fall of Fredo. Mm, oh, the fall of so Fredo. Sad. sad, isn't so it? So sad. And yet so happy. Now I he... knew it was you, Fredo! <laughs> I knew it was you! Fredo wants to make sure that you are aware, however, of course, that he resigned from Sirius XM. I see. Uh, I see. Makes the, and that was just because he mm-hmm. just wanted to spend more time with his... With with his with with somebody the, somebody somebody uh-huh. somebody He's got else somebody yeah uh, Stu I did get you a present you did I got you another present yeah another yeah another one no yeah, really yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wow yeah that is special it's a framed picture of the TV with the Chiron that says Chris Cuomo has been fired by CNN. Now, now what? <laughs> and I thought that's really a good question for Stu. Now what? Now, now what do you do? I don't have any show left to do. Right. Yeah, There's no both people been left. Canned right. and they're gone. Yeah. It's so like it's do? like me when progressivism is finally beaten and the <laughs> Marxists go away. <laughs> then I'll be like. Well, now what do I do? Yeah, there's, so, there's no more shows to do. There's right. no more people to talk about. And, right. you know, you have that issue where everything, when you start talking about people and they just keep getting fired, what yeah. do you do? And I've got that void in my life now. The the hours I spend listening to Chris on Sirius XM and the hour that I used to spend watching his television program. Uh, <laughs> what am I going to do? What are you going to do? What am I going to do? all that open time. Yeah. I guess yeah. I just poked myself with a pickle fork uh, during those three well, hours. Well, it would have been less damaging uh, <laughs> than watching the show. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Sure would. Yeah. Did you hear, uh, may I bring this up again? I brought it up at the top of the hour because I think this is the most important story of the day. That if cats were people, they'd be psychopaths. This according to <laughs> scientists. And that's news to people? Uh, right I think we all knew that. that's what i said yeah. they don't need you no they don't need you they don't care about you nope they don't need you nope that's the definition you. that if cats were ceos can you imagine how bad things could be because they just Certainly. fire everybody they don't care no mm-hmm. they'd while you were doing your you know while you were making the company money they'd they'd make a figure eight between your legs and they'd love rub their head against your leg and then the next oh, thing you know creepy. fire them i don't care i don't care about them <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a cat CEO. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem like the science backs this up. 
Mm-hmm. Has Fauci uh, talked about this yet? Is it okay to believe it? <laughs> no, it's. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But you know, um, that's the reason why you don't like cats. Okay, that's that says something about you. If you're friends with a psychopath, right? Mm-hmm. If you're friends with Jeffrey Dahmer, what does that mm-hmm. say about you? Correct. And you people mm-hmm. are like, oh, he was friends with Jeffrey Dahmer. If you like cats, really, what does this say about you? People should know this is a long-term stand of Glenn Beck, mm-hmm. where he and believes science is proving and, me out, and cats that cats are psychopaths, and I guess you can't really disagree with it now because then you're speaking out against science. Science, science. It's, it's illegal to do that. I'm pretty science. sure. Mm-hmm. Fact check. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on just a second. Wrong one. Fact check. <laughs> that worked well. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Hall thank of you. Fame broadcaster. Yes. Glenn well, Mack. that's me. That's me. <laughs> so, you know, my dog, you know, the problem is cats don't. I don't know if they don't remember you or they just don't care. I think they remember you. They just don't care. You know, where my mm-hmm. dog cares. But I'm not sure he remembers me all the time or for very long. You know, your dog forgets who you are sometimes? No, I don't think he forgets who I am. But I mean, let's say I'm dead. Yeah. Okay. He cares. And he'd be licking my face for a while and be like, come on, come on, wake up, wake up. Mm -hmm. And then after a while, he'd eat me because he'd be hungry. Right. And he'd be like, oh, I remember all the good times we had, but I'm hungry and he'd eat me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I I'm thinking that maybe he forgets who I am at some point. That would make mm-hmm. him eat me. I think he'd just be hungry and eat you. Where a cat, knowing that not. he's eating you. Yeah. Where a cat yeah. would be looking at you from the kitchen and you sneeze and the cat is like sharpening the knives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like, I'm ready to carve you up. I know who you are. I've never really liked you. I certainly don't care. But you look like food to me. Mm. Yeah. So the cat's not going to wait for you to die. The cat will kill you. <laughs> yes. And then eat you. I'm just saying. So dogs are better. Don't because me- a dog won't kill you. Don't mess with science. One last thing. <laughs> yeah, no dog has ever killed a person. That's never happened. <laughs> never. Cujo's a movie, man. <laughs> okay, it's a movie. Okay, so um, the Chinese have discovered something on the moon. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. That's uh, it's so far. Away. You know what it is? It's going to turn out to be a rock. It's a big rock. It's a big. You're you're convinced of this? Yes. Scientifically, rock. you're convinced. What else? They're calling it a hut. They're calling it something. a mystery hut. A mystery a hut. A mystery hut. <laughs> What's it going to be? Yeah. Well, they say it's a cube, and it's a mystery hut, and uh, they're going to be they're going to be they're going to spend the next two or three lunar days uh, investigating this mysterious feature on the moon, which is actually two to three months. Right now, researchers expect that it is weirdly shaped. Um. But it's they are expecting that it's just a big rock, mm-hmm. that it is it just is a, a big, big rock. rock. But let's not go there. What could be in the mystery hut? Uh, mm. Jimmy Hoffa? <laughs> is that where? Very possible. Maybe he was buried on the moon. Mm-hmm. What year did he die? Wasn't it 74 or something? We'd been to the moon. We have been to the moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I never thought of it. Mm-hmm. It's a crypt. Mm-hmm. It's a crypt. If they don't Jimmy even have Hoffa. to go in if they walk up to it and it's a big, you know, block and it says James Hoffa <laughs> on the front. You'd be like, it's a crypt. Wait, so that That's would be weird. a cool surprise, wouldn't it? That would be a cool, be cool surprise. I'd so like that. The theory is mm-hmm. that they transported the body of Jimmy Hoffa mm-hmm. up to the moon and yes. then yeah. put mm-hmm. him in a crypt then, yes. rather than just like 
releasing him in orbit toward like the atmosphere. <laughs> yes. They went right. through all the trouble to actually well, build him some, a burial. Somebody well, with a telescope could see him. Yeah. And you didn't and want that. But he'd burn up in the <laughs> in the atmosphere and you'd have now, no here's trace. The, here's the thing. What you mm-hmm. don't know is this was this a concrete structure. And you know how you know you put your hands handprints in it after you've made like a sidewalk or something. Sure. Cat prints all over <laughs> the bottom of this moon hut. Uh, all right. Thank you, Pat. Appreciate it. Let's uh, tell you about Car Shield. Driving your car with an ex- uh, with an expired warranty is all fun and games until you end up on the side of the road wondering, how am I going to pay for this? Changing weather isn't good for your car. Costs of your car pair repair not good for your wallet. So how do we cover this? Get Car Shield. It is truly a lifesaver. They offer coast-to-coast roadside assistance in case your car breaks down. But they're also going to deal personally with the mechanic of your choice and get it fixed and make sure you've got a rental car to drive in the meantime. Car Shield has affordable plans to match any budget, and they could save you thousands of dollars. They have saved me thousands of dollars on a couple of different occasions. This winter, don't spend your time worrying about the check engine light. Get Car Shield. Car Shield, the best defense against costly repairs that could put a deep freeze on your plans and finances. Visit carshield.com slash back. Carshield.com slash back. Save now. 10% deductible may apply. Our way of life is being transformed. This pandemic has been god-awful for so many reasons. And behind the lies of human and environmental protection is something far more sinister. But it does present us with an opportunity. I see the need for a great reset. It's time to wake up. In his eye-opening new book, Glenn Beck details the Great Reset and how the American way of life will not survive. The Great Reset, Joe Biden and the Rise of 21st Century Fascism. Pre-order now on Amazon.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Things that might be heard in the White House on the way to the Vladimir Putin meeting. Oh, I, I thought we were going to have pudding. That's just. What kind of flavor of pudding is Vladimir pudding? Doesn't taste very good. <laughs> no. uh, so uh, I'm excited know. about that. Also, the uh, Democracy Summit. You know, the thing we forget about democracy is uh, these places do have democracy that is democracy they might even have a constitutional republic but what they don't have is the bill of rights that's unique to america and that's the only thing that keeps us from doing insane things yeah i think i can't remember it was on or off the air but pat mentioned australia and kind of like look at the way they're handling right now do they have a democracy and you know obviously he's right with that point but like when it comes to democracy yeah you know in a way they do like these restrictions while we get all of the negative about them here, mm-hmm. they're widely popular in Australia. Let me give you this. This is from a couple months ago. They asked a question to Australians. Now, we are having about 1,000 deaths a day right now. They have about one-tenth of our population, roughly. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at about, you know, our pace in Australia would be about 100 deaths per day. Mm-hmm. Okay. They asked, how many deaths are you willing to accept once restrictions are eased? What are you willing to accept as a society? How, living with COVID, what does that look like for you? I think like this is pretty good today. Okay. You think, okay. A hundred yeah, deaths. You'd like to see it. Like, yeah. I mean, you'd like to see it lower, obviously. But I, like, I what can you it. live with to, to return back to normal? Correct. You might say that. Okay. In the whole country? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
the highest number they gave was 5,000 per year, which is 13 per day. 13 deaths per day. Oh my. So one-tenth of our rate is the highest number they gave them. 3% said they were willing to live with more than 5,000 deaths per year or about 13 deaths per day. Then 2% said between three and 5,000 deaths per year. 10% said between one and 3,000 deaths per year. So now you're at between one and 10 deaths per day. Uh, 25% said between 100 and 1,000 deaths per year. So holy cow between three deaths a day to one death every three days. And then the overwhelming majority, 61% said fewer than 100 deaths per year. That's insane. They'll never go back to normal. A hundred deaths a year. I mean, think about for an entire country. You have more people falling into their dishwasher every year, killing themselves. (laughs) Right. Right. So when we look at Australia and we do hear the complaints about these, you know, camps and and centralized quarantine. I mean, a lot of people there love it. Yes, there are some people who fight back against it, but that's not again. I I come back to that. We are exceptional here. This is a different society. The Bill of Rights is the separation. The Bill of Rights is a separation. And it's the one thing that we're not talking about. And it is the one thing that you have to start every conversation you have with anybody who you think is going to disagree with you. Hey, before we get into any kind of disagreement, let's find some common ground. Do you agree with the Bill of Rights? Because if we have that as our common ground, we're fine. You agree with the Bill of Rights? They say no. Well, then you don't have anything to talk about. If they say yes, you can find common ground because that's what separates us between everybody else. This is the Glenn Beck Program.